All right. Hit the button. Welcome in, folks. We are 2D1C episode 195, Cream. Jason, tell me about tell me about that cream. That uh, cash rules everything around me. Um, I'd also like to say that I'm welcoming everybody and uh, like to say that we've been continue will be and continue to bring Victorian misogynistic <laughs> statements established in what, what, what were we established 2019 uh, yep since 20 something since like that. 2019 bring no, started Victorian in, we started in 2018 no it was 2019 oh, wasn't it yeah we it was did. 2019 yep it was 2019 yep. But it was before yeah, we, everybody we gotta, else started a podcast because we started before. Oh yeah, yeah, we, we we were definitely the first ones. Nobody nobody else has ever had a podcast. <laughs> That's also accurate. We're the first podcast. It's just Pod- like Al Gore invented the internet. We invented the podcast, and then we took I a like hiatus that. for a few years, like, like a decade that. or two, and then we came back with episode I like two. That. The Al Gore of podcasting, phenomenal. Yep, that's right. We Al are the Gore inconvenient podcast. podcast. Um, so oh, oh, that would have that would have been a much better title. Anyways, uh, speaking of much better titles here, uh, that's a bad segue too. So, uh, cash rules everything around me, and we're going to talk about some backstabbing politicians. Uh, this should be come as no no surprise to anyone, especially in America. But uh, what? So we've got politicians the willow. Politicians aren't to be trusted. Are you serious? I. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so uh, good old Kanoko Phillips. Had the uh, Yield Willow Project in Alaska because we need as many as 629,000 barrels of oil a day to be extracted over 30 years. Um, it's pretty, pretty heinous shit. Um, it the is. crazy thing is, is that this got leaked, and the White House basically spent weeks or a week or so uh, running Blame around me. saying. No, no decisions. Nobody. Blah 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 blah. This we haven't is poor, poor, anything. Poor, poor Corinne Jean Pierre. Um, never has a martyr ever been ever evident, as if not in the old Biden administration, because they sent her out here to try and basically spin it away, and shockingly, uh, it got proved. So, <laughs> shockingly, yeah. it didn't work out. When two days later, Biden signs the fucking thing anyway. So this is that Willow project that a bunch of people were up in arms about. Um, well, I don't know, about, well good, about old, a year ago. good old, the uh, good old Angry Orange approved it in 2020. Um, it was struck down in court in 21, probably by people very angry about environmental destruction. And uh, yeah, yeah. So Judge Sharon Gleason said at the time the environmental review that the government undertook with the project was inadequate, including assessment of the project climate impacts. She axed the Trump's administration approval of the product, project and sent it back to the Biden administration for further study. So basically, uh, we, we, changed, we changed from an R to a D, and the D gets it done, and uh, we're going to drill the shit out of Alaska. Um, yeah. This yeah. article was on uh, March 12th, pretending like we didn't know what was going to happen, and three days later, on the 15th, it was approved. So... Which yeah. sucks. So it's it's contradictory to all the things Biden promised. He was even lying three days what? before he signed this thing, right? Like, well, no, 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 no. The White House was actually saying there is no decision. We haven't made it. Anyone who says there's been a final decision is wrong. Because sure, it makes sense on Friday that yeah. you wouldn't have a decision that you were going to announce, announce on Wednesday. On Monday, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There you go. 
So yeah. basically, they were still crunching the numbers about how much money they were going to make uh, if, if they and how many votes and, and how many votes how they could potentially to use, lose. So yeah, 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 yeah. And the answer was there's plenty other shit to be up in arms about. So fuck the environment. Um, And so they did it. And yeah, it's from the Hill. Biden expected to okay controversial Alaska drilling project Monday, and he certainly did. Um, So that sucks. And again, it was it was all about money. Um, For me, one of the worst ones is Lisa Murkowski, I think, is the the senator. Let me see if I can find the quote from her. Um, I I thought it was in this one. It might might be in the next one. Said something like, well, we're not celebrating yet. Uh, because nothing's nothing's for sure, but this is the best environmental way to create sustainable energy or something. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's phenomenal. Like that's that can't be fucking accurate. Like how dare you fuck? Like get twat. Like that's not accurate. Um, there's nothing environmentally sound about fucking drilling for oil. And again, may, maybe I'm nuts. Maybe that was a different article. Maybe it was a different senator. But it was some Republican senator from I believe Alaska. Um, who was oh, basically that makes perfect sense. Yeah, how, how much money we're going to make from this shit? Um, it makes sense. It's the most environmentally safe. Um, now, of course, I can't find the fucking quote. Um, but anyway, fucker. Because um, that yeah. that can't be true, right? Because but their argument um, has always been like, well, money, right? Money, money, money. Um, that that's what it's all about, right? Um, so we yeah, need well, to keep w- bringing that energy, right? I was surprised to not see the whole, well, we need energy independence from Saudi Arabia, because that's usually always one. Of, that's always been the the go-to, right? It's like, oh, you, you may hate to think about its money, and you may be worried about, about the environment, but we'll talk right. about how. What are right? Saudis doing, right? Like, yeah, right. Yeah. So we're better off being independent then in doing this. I can't believe I can't find this fucking quote. Um, that's okay. Ooh, environmental groups sued the Biden administration after it got approved. I mean, this is just this is phenomenal, phenomenal. Just it's it's insane. There we go. White House denies reports Biden has decided to sign oh, off on a controversial uh, Alaskan oil project. That was this was a day before <clears throat> the article that we were just talking about. Which one's uh, this one titled? White House denies report. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. oh, the one go. that Lisa, has Lisa, Lisa, yeah, and yep. uh, Dan they Sullivan. They wrote an op-ed for CNN. The oh, most geez. environmentally oh, and, responsible wait, wait. choice. Well, and Mary uh, Piltola, a Democrat. You she got bitch. in on this shit, too. Wow. It's just, it's just definitely not true. And again, so the quote, folks, is, is right there. Um, lawmakers called this the most environmentally responsible choice to meet immediate energy needs while transitioning to renewable fuels. So while we're switching to renewable Beautiful. fuels, let's burn some fucking oil, right? Um, but burn, of course, baby, burn. I mean, Musk came out the other day and said, you know, the, the, the best way to really save the, the world is to do a bunch of lithium mining and poison the earth. Um, yes. Because well, then we'll die, cobalt. right? Well, we need the cobalt too, and then we'll die from the poisoning of the earth, and the earth can heal itself. Yes, I mean that makes perfect sense. I, I'm paraphrasing. Look, it was a long speech. That's what I remember. Um, no, I mean obviously he said, you know, electric cars are the future because it's going to save the environment. The majority of pollutions that we get in the world are from things like electric, are from vehicles, right? From vehicles driving around, transportation, logistics, right? 
and of course making power so we have electricity so if we can convert the power for electricity mainly over to renewables and then convert the transportation mainly over to just electricity that comes from renewables win-win now we can't do that tomorrow but we're, we're getting closer every day presumably i certainly don't think that the answer is to drill for more oil yeah no i would i would say you're your better choice would be to stop uh, pollution from manufacturing That's and then go after the cars and then figure out how to do agriculture without poisoning the land too. Yeah, sustainable agriculture, probably vertical farming, right? Um, so I mean, and, just, and just the, the chemicals and everything. But if you can just... vertically farm, then you don't have to worry about that because you're not having any groundwater being contaminated. Um, yeah. you're, you can rejuvenate the soil because you can rotate the soil because you don't need that much soil, right? When I find just... it I find it really weird, like how countries that have a lot of fresh water haven't figured out how to make hydroponics work. You think, like in man. in mass, right? Like yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. I think we're just lazy. Maybe maybe it's, maybe it's because. Maybe because most of the most of the bodies of water, like at least in the states, are public. You know, it's part of public land, so I guess you couldn't really like go crazy. But I don't know. I just I, I, well, it's that's probably I mean, just you, we're stuck in the past, right? Like we've yeah, already invested well, in all this farm equipment, and we have the farmland. Why would we change? Yeah. Well, right? it's yeah. it's the band aid solution, right? So we're gonna increase production using fertilizers and pesticides, and that's plenty because all we have to do is keep increasing production instead of actually innovating on our product. Well, I mean, yeah, because the only innovation really is like protecting yields and everything else. I mean, whatever your opinions about GMOs are, that's the way of the future because it is. I mean, that's the only way to keep crop yields where they have to be. To meet whatever fucking meet demand. You know, yeah, I don't think it's even demand. I think it's fucking profit more than anything else. Well, it's probably that. It's probably mainly that, right? Because it's a big you, market. And there's a lot of money yeah. to be made there. That that's you spend, uh, I mean, you spend I, all that money to guarantee returns, whether or not you're actually making stuff that people eat or you're keeping people from famine. Matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. That's I, I, we moved past that. I mean, like we did. I, well, I, it, it's it's awful, but we just. It is. We make more food than we need in places right. that don't need it, and then we don't share it anyplace else. And then, right. you know, well, and that's again, this up. is one that's I say it on here all the time, but that's always one that fucks with my students when they're like, "I if I could cure something tomorrow, I'd cure world hunger." But but if only we had enough food to go around, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, there is, there's plenty of there's food plenty of food, around. yeah. And and there's, they just die. Like you watch them die inside. Because they realize that the reason why some people starve in our world has nothing to do with a lack of nutrition. Like, it's not that no, we don't profitable. have the nutrition stuff. It's just profit. It's that it would cost too much money to ship all the food that we have here to that place where they don't have the food and there's no money to be made doing that. Why the fuck would I do that? And that's the, so the sad truth is people die and starve from, because of money. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of plays into my whole thing that I've always said is, you know, you, you can't have haves if you don't have have-nots. And then it so finally the breaks down to the point. debate here, it, right? It, so. it, it, breaks, it breaks down to where people have to die. Yeah. It gets, it gets like, and this is the thing, is like, this will, this will it will yeah. keep happening because 
as things keep getting cheaper and things keep getting more universal and we keep pushing for all that stuff, we really will just have to wholesale kill people because there'll be no other way to keep things, you know, like people, people aren't going to operate without that division. So that means people are just going to have to fucking straight up die. However, however it is going to happen. So like all those crazy dystopians, like running, you know, like a dystopian futures, like running man and things like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's or, a coming. Even hunger games, all that, even the, the little teeny box for shit. And again, I can remember talking with professors about the rise of kind of apocalyptic genre and literature, especially for young adults. And they're like, oh, that's just a fad. And I'm like, no, I think people sense that, like, there is a tipping point at some point in our future. And we're already feeling it in late stage capitalism. Right. And I think that's that's what you're talking about. I think. Well, we, we've we've seen we've seen like the, the beginning first blush, you know, kiss on the cheek type shit. Yeah, you know, we've had murders live streamed on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many years of movies and books that's been a thing. It's like, oh, wait till wait till murder is televised and, and incentivized and monetized. It's like, oh yeah, it, it just, it's already, it's been happening right now. They've, you've, you've, you know, you've had people, you've, you've had people watch people murdered online live while they've had an ad for Cabela's right next below to the it. window yep. running. Yep. I mean, it's, uh, it's there. No, yeah. it well, is. It's an algorithm, Jason. The algorithm's not yeah. biased. It's just, uh, that, it's that, just combing the data. That fucking, that fucking cusp is there. Um, oh, yeah. It's weird. It'll be interesting to see what happens. It, it will be. And I think it's, it's the old argument of, of capitalism. So I know we've talked the lottery, the short story by um, Shirley Jackson on here before. And I think I talked about the, the Babylonian lottery when we talked about it. Because Borges wrote a story based off of uh, alleged uh, history. I mean, it's, uh, what do they call that? Um, you know, it's... Uh, this word of mouth sort of shit, so who knows? It's apocryphal. We don't know if it's actually true or not, right? But allegedly, that's what the Babylonians did, right? So they, they had a lottery um, as they started becoming a civilization that could live off agriculture, right? So we didn't have to hunt and gather as much anymore. We didn't have to travel from place to place. We didn't have to be nomadic. We could fucking settle down. Great. Babylonia is established, right? And then what do you do? Well, uh, we're going to have a lottery. Lottery once once a year. Um, you know, if your family wins, you don't have to work the fields this year. Isn't that nice? So you can do something else, right? You can become like a magistrates or do arts or whatever the fuck. So again, you got the haves and the have-nots. Have-nots are working in the field. But eventually that wasn't enough. Having the lottery to be like, well, some people don't have to work as much as everybody else wasn't enough. So now suddenly they're like, okay, and, and there'll be a loser in the lottery and they have to work double. Great, right? And then before you know it, the lottery becomes, well, you got the winner, they get this great incentive, they become the wealthy, and then you got the loser, the loser's family dies. And why did they escalate it to that? Because they didn't have enough food production to go around anymore. And they couldn't keep expanding the bounds of their city because there were raiders to the north. So what do you do? Well, you got to control your population. The haves and the have-nots. Thanks, Iowa. <laughs> well, <laughs> call back the last good. episode. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Excellent. No, no, no. That's that's good. And because you know, we we should definitely stay on the topic of making sure people get murdered wholesale. <laughs> um, continue on. Uh, I, I I mean, do we just call it a murder? 
Biden's <laughs> Biden's follies or Biden's oopsies trail of tears or, 2023. Uh, um, I, I just so now we've got uh, our current administration. I I, I, I do hate these articles because it's like Biden is selling U.S. nuclear submarines to Australia to counter China. Come on, like, dude. Did Biden do it's, that? Or it's did so, Congress it's do that? so like, fucking dramatic. Right. He's not doing it himself. Um, so anyways, this article is kind of fun-ish. Um, Ish. So we've got leaders leaders of Australia and the United mm. Kingdom. The we got AUKUS, a cool little... Obviously. Yeah, they, they got, the, got these three fucking, well, two white dudes and a sort of white dude. Um, <laughs> all, all, two old dudes and a not-so-old dude, right? Right. And, and yeah. they, they've created this acronym. It's Australia, AUKUS. UK, US, AUKUS. It's so beautiful. It's a for you know. It's an alliance between. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the the acronym says it all. Uh, and and what are they so doing, Jason? The, the the fucking grandstanding from this is just oh my god! It's 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 sickening. Let me find my my quote. Your favorite quote. Where is it at? Ah, there we go. There we go. Um. So this Australian guy actually no, this is from the English fuckface. So Rishi Sunak, very Anglo-Saxon name. He looks like a direct descendant from Arthur. Um, this, is, this is what he says. Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine, China's growing assertiveness, the destabilizing behavior of Iran and North Korea all threaten to create a world defined by danger, disorder, and division. Faced with this new reality, it is more important than ever that we strengthen our resilience of our own countries, which basically means that we are going to sell nuclear submarine tech to, well, we're selling nuclear submarines to Australia, so pretty good because, as my uh, college sociology professor said, the price of one American nuclear submarine would end all poverty instantly. So we're going to make three times that much on this sale. So phenomenal. Um, it's all about that. That's great. It's great. Oh, here's – no, wait, wait. Here's my quote. This is my quote. This is <coughs> Charles Edel, former State Department official, now at the Center for Strategic and International Studies – gonna go ahead and say probably not a uh, peace think tank um, <laughs> you don't think they promote so peace everywhere <laughs> so i want to know like are we not getting stuff reported or all these are these people so full of fucking shit because i want you to think about what think about what this means he's talking about beijing's military power and i quote it's more aggressive use over the past decade was the clear animating force behind it, i.e. forming AUKUS. Okay. That's what, what they said. They said it was what, all about combating China. What aggressive use. So, um, I, I don't know if it's in this of article. Of military power. It might be what, in this what, article. When, uh, when has China's military aggressively done anything other than patrolled the South, South China Sea on their fucking boats and flexed? What, so what invasion? I, Who have they killed? I think, that's, I think that's what they're talking about, believe it or not. So I think it's them. Remember, what they were doing was creating islands out there. Okay. In, in the, right? So that then they could claim it, and they would claim the waters within. Because they get so many miles of water, right? As sure. As International so, water. Yeah. Right? So they were basically like going out far enough to be like, okay, now it's worth it. So let's dump a bunch of fucking earth here <laughs> until it. It's above sea level enough that they could like put a structure on it and be like, this part's China now. 
Um, and so they kept encroaching closer and closer to, to, I believe, Taiwan. And so that's part of the issue, right? It's like they're like trying to get back there. Um, and yeah, we're kind of pissed off about it. So that's part of what, what prompted this allegedly. But again, yeah, aggressive seems... What aggressive use of military power? Got, right? Proxy wars? Yeah. yeah I think that's... Uh, it's a bit it's either exaggeration or they're not telling us everything like you said yeah i was gonna say like what what military operation has china's military i mean like it sounds like jason they were balloons maybe that's it that would be about as aggressive (laughs) as it's gotten like when you say aggressive use of military power i think oh i don't know russia invading ukraine yeah that that seems pretty aggressive Right? That's that's, or a, that's everything that's use. happened in the Middle East ever any day period. Um, like right now, yeah. the Israelis are like invading Palestine and arresting people in mass. Like it's so, pretty aggressive. So I, I, I don't discount what you're saying is China basically gaming the system. Sure, they're clever like but, that. But but like. The, I don't know these fucking fuckface pieces of shit. It's like, the, like it's such, been doing it's such that a shit bullshit, right? It's such a bullshit fucking way to uh, you know basically justify your way of making fucking money. Just fucking stop, stop, stop yeah. fucking talking about it. We're gonna fucking make some money. Australia needs nuclear powered submarines, which is the other thing about this. When you say mm-hmm. nuclear submarine, it's not nuclear submarine. It's a yeah. nuclear it's powered nuke submarine. Powered. So, yeah. yeah. So basically, this Australia probably has. On it. Yes. So Australia probably has like the old school World War Two, you know, diesel engine submarines. If they have any at all in their navy, who fucking knows? It's Australia. Nobody fucking goes there. Nobody gives a shit. They don't fucking need a navy. They're never going to be under attack. There's if zero they do, fucking. It's, it there's would zero be from China. It would be from China. Uh, because, or India. Well, maybe. So China has been kind of expanding into part of like the Indochina region, right? And so that feels like a threat to that that section of Asia. I was, was going to say, like, like right? I, I, this is this is it what does. kills me. It's like, it it's we're so fucking hopped up about Australia. Shouldn't we be more worried about India? Maybe long term, but I think they're really good trade partners, right? And they're a democracy versus China is not, right? So that's part of the issue there. Um, so what, one of the things here, I think, and, I, and again, I could be misquoting here. I think there are a bunch of expatriates from China in a certain part of Australia as well um, from oh. something that happened. Um, and so I think that's part of the push, mm. too, is that China kind of looks at Australia as like this anti-China place. And, you know, Australia is anti-China. I mean, I guess, guess Australia is probably anti everybody. Like I was gonna I say, they kind of do their own thing. But you know who we pissed off when we did this? Do you remember who we pissed off when we agreed to do this shit? France. France had a deal already <laughs> to sell nuclear sub technology to Australia, and we came no in shit. and stepped all over them, man, and took this deal away because nice. we said no, we're gonna do it, and and then Australia canceled their deal with France. Because our shit's Ooh. better, probably. I don't know. Probably, probably. I mean, we're I mean what kind of, like, what kind of navy? What kind of navy cream. does France? Have? What kind of navy does France need? Come on now, they got England right there. They got Germany behind them. Come well, on. And I'm thinking. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I guess this is worth saying. The only other country we've ever sold this tech to is is the Brits, is the UK. Right. So this is something that we've rarely done. It is kind of, yes. you know, extraordinary, I suppose. 
But at the end of the day, Jason's absolutely right. This is a money play. Like, it's it's oh, yeah. a win-win. Because it's like, yay, we strengthen another ally who will help fight against fucking anybody probably with us, right? Um, but mm-hmm. also, we make a bunch of fucking money. And do we need money? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, we need money. Yes, we do. Well, um, well because this, this is the fun thing about this. Is this is a multi-stage fucking plan. So 2021, we start training Australian sailors. And that costs money. 2030s is when we sell the fucking subs themselves. And then, the piece de resistance in the 2040s. War. AUKUS builds and deploys a new state-of-the-art nuclear-powered submarine based on U.S. and U.K. tech. So... This is a long three nations, plan. three nations will build and deploy. So that basically means American military contractors get motherfucking paid, and British military contractors they get motherfucking paid. And Australia, who I, th- I mean, I could be wrong, but I will go ahead and go out on a limb and say have no military contracted industry all of a sudden exists and the government gets fucking paid mm-hmm. everybody can see it's all about that money that's what it really comes down to and, and again this Cash is a rules win. everything around it me does. it does that's that's your title right um but it, this is a win-win because it strengthens an ally for us we get a bunch of cash and then it it ties us all together right so this is that oh, that's always a good Oceania right, tie together, right? So it's it's the British, the U.S., and Australia. Now we're back to the sun doesn't hardly set, right? Um, we're just oh, not God. an empire, right? Right? That's Only what that is, name. right? Only um, name. It's clever, dude. But, you know, hey, I'm not super up in arms about it. Like, I get it. And it's not, yeah. it, it's not affecting me, you know? But... Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think you kind of nailed it. I think you nailed it. And I think it's important for you as like a, a listener to think about this every time. We're always asking, where's the money going? And that's just VI Linen, right? It's a who stands to gain. So if something weird's going on or something's happening, period, right? Somebody is doing that strategically so that they're, they are gaining. They are benefiting. That's what it comes down to. Um, whether you're looking at a business or you're looking at a nation, uh, that's what it is. And sometimes it's political points. Sometimes it's getting reelected. Sometimes it's making money. Uh, sometimes it's long-term strategy, uh, you know, international conflict. Um, that's it, right? Um, so this helps us put pressure on China, plus we make a lot of money, plus we strengthen an alliance. Yep. But why wouldn't you do it? Um, at the same time, it would be really cool if they used some of the profits to, like, I don't know, fund education. Nope. But we probably won't do that. Nope. Absolutely not. Throw the funding back into the military-industrial complex so we can make more money later, which is what a good Shocking. business model would do. Shockingly, kickbacks. Anyways, yeah. you know what we forgot to talk about, though? Your drinks. What are you drinking, bro? I know. Well, what I've drank... Well, this is just a topsy-turvy episode. Um, I had a <laughs> Mars trans... Topsy-turvy episode. <laughs> uh, everything backwards. Um, uh, that's okay. <laughs> I had a Mars transfer orbit. This is a Hefeweizen. Mm. This is a... These are cool, man. These are cool. Bo- yeah. um, this is from Warpigs. 
It's from War Pigs. Is that another Indiana brew, man? Yeah, they're. uh, I gotta get some of this shit. There we go. There's the graphic. That's cool. Hope that comes across. Sick, yeah. There we go. War Pigs. Yes, got a little, little shit up. Whoa. Got a little astronaut dude. Yep. So this is this is actually really good. Um, shit, this is a German style wheat beer. This might actually be from like last fall. Sadly dude, enough. Dude, this looks good. They got some yeah. cool shit on their website. Yeah, folks. So the, I'll drop that. So in the lab. Previ- previously, what was it? The strange phenomena that was also war big war pigs beer. I think that was from the last episode. So. Ugh. Anywho, so you get like a sampler. That. Is that what this is? Mm, it may have come from one, dude. And it's they all sell been... it at uh, Three Floyds too at their brewery. Yeah, that's sick, yeah. Dude. I I, I, th- I want to say War Pigs was a collaboration, or they did a collaboration. They might just be brewing and then packaging at Three Floyds. That's cool. War Pigs. Yeah, brewed and canned by Warpigs USA Brewing in Munster, Indiana. Yeah, so they they're just they're using probably using their equipment. Or it's collaborative. Either way, it's good stuff though. Good stuff, my man. Oh dude, they're no longer a collaboration <sighs> project. So as of twenty twenty one, they have now become their own sole thing. They're no longer a collaboration. Um but yeah, they launched four years ago from 2021. So that's seven years ago. There you go. That's cool, dude. Uh, well, good for them, man. It looks like a pretty. Uh, it looks great. I want to try it. Good stuff. I got good one. stuff. I gotta get one. Um, good. So how's the taste? So you talked about the can. We talked about oh, yeah. the company. But yeah, what is it? Yeah. So uh, uh, have uh, Heifer, so Heifer wasn't. Un- yeah. Unfiltered mm. wheat sort of thing going on there. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's it's weirdly has like. Mm, it reminds me slightly of like uh, um, pumpkiny, spicy stuff. Ooh. So it's got a little, it's got a little character to it, a little spiciness to it. I wonder if I'm gonna like that kind of shit this year because I, I feel like my taste buds continue to evolve. I've moved kind of past the IPA phase. I was never a big pumpkin guy. I'm really digging the cream ales as of late. Where am I going? Is that my drink? <sighs> Is the pumpkin going to be my drink this year? Oof. I don't know. I don't Oof. know. Anyway, so, well, good for you drinking something delicious. I'm drinking a Modelo Especial. Ah, oh, there you go. Because it's still it's summer. Always Modelo and, season. And that's what I had in my fridge. I, we had uh, the, mm. my mom and uh, stepdad over the other day, and, and, uh, and they were out swimming. I went and picked up, a, I don't know, 24 bottles of this shit or whatever. Because it's a lot of not a lot of selection in the small town that I live in now, I Jason. Just, I was gonna um, say, but there is one gas station in town. It's a, a couple blocks away, so I can walk there. Oh, and, and, and they carry more than just the domestics, so to speak. Um, really, dude. All right, hey, a little sidebar. craft selection, eh? Sidebar, because I don't think I told Uh-oh. you this before. All right, so, all right, so speaking of domestics, right? Um, so I went out with our, our buddy Caleb um, to like play some mm-hmm. war games uh, I don't know, th- three weeks ago, maybe four. And uh, afterwards, he's like, hey, man, you want to grab a bite to eat before we go home? I'm like, yeah, sure. And we're in Pena, Illinois. So we're talking middle of fucking nowhere. Like if you thought I lived in the middle of nowhere, no. 
Um, and so he takes me to a place called like Mux. It's like Mux Dive Bar or something. He's like, ah, the food here is all right. right? I'm like, okay, fucking sure. So we go in there, all right, and, and we sit down. Gal comes over from the bar, and she's like, what would you all like to drink? And he ordered like a soda or something. He had to drive home, whatever. And, and you know, I drink a lot. You know, so, (laughs) right, I mean, like, a couple beers with dinner is, like, I'm going to be fine. Like, um, but, you know, a lot of people don't drink. I should drink less. Let's just say that. Um, So, anyway, so I'm, like, I'm going to order a fucking beer, right? Um, And so I'm, like, what do you got on draft? And it's a fucking bar, Jason. Like, we are in a fucking, like, imagine every dive bar you've ever been in. It's a yes. goddamn bar. And I kid yeah. you not, she looks at me and goes, we actually don't have draft beer. What? And, yeah. Holy and, shit. And I go, well, this is a <laughs> this is a bar, right? You don't have, you have nothing? Like, if, I would totally be, like, if you were like, we just have stag, I'd be like, okay, I'll take a stag. You know, like, but wow. nothing? You've got no draft beer. Saying it, but you are a bar. Are you sure? Like, so, so I'm like, okay. Um, so, like, I just kind of look at her, like, all right, well, you know, nothing. Just, she's just looking at me. I'm like, okay, well, do you have, do you have beer? Like, what? In, yeah, we got beer. I'm like, okay. Like, you, I, I wanted, I wanted to take her aside and be like, let's just have a time out here. You're the waitress. Your job is to sell as much Your as job, you can. Yeah, is to try to get, like, I'm offering to drink. I'm not making it hard on you. You don't have to walk up to my table and go, there's drink specials tonight, guys. Let me talk to you about the great drink selection we have at Buck's Dive Bar. Like, you I'm got here $5 to drink. $5 Corona buckets. Right? Like, I mean, you could have gave me that spiel, and I'd be like, dude, $5 Corona buckets. Let's just do it. Fuck it. You just have one, I'll have four. Fine. Right? Um, <laughs> you know? Right? No. There's no like salespersonness at all, but it's I'm like I'm like I'm definitely asking you, what beers do you have? Like when I ask what's on draft, I appreciate that you were honest with me and were like nothing's on draft, sir. But you didn't think that required a follow up of like, but we do have cans and bottles of various selection. Um, so like I, it's I'm kidding. I mean Caleb could recount it for you. It was like a two minute conversation of me like. Just tell me what fucking beers you have, bitch. Like, what, what the fuck do you, what? <laughs> like, so she's, she's finally like, yeah, we got cans and bottles. And I'm like, <laughs> of what, maybe, you know? And she's like, I don't know. We got, like, hard cider. I'm like, Jesus, bitch. I'm like, I, help me. Wow. Like, um, so I was finally like, well, do you have, like, because I'm like, like, what do you do? Look, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I'm not expecting gold, okay? But I'm looking for something I can stomach with with an order of wings here, bitch. Like, something, right? Help me, right? Um, nothing. She's not giving me anything, right? So I'm like, do you have, like, a, oh my a pale ale That's or crazy. something? And she's like, no, we don't have that. <laughs> oh, my, my, my camera just died or something. Uh-oh. She's like... No, no, we don't have that. And so finally, like like two minutes into this conversation, Jason, she's like, oh, yeah, we just have, like, domestics. And I'm like, that's fine. Um, why don't you just bring me just bring me a Diet Coke? And she's like, ha! And I'm like, 
What? Oh my She's god. Like, you went from asking for uh, a beer to taking a Diet Coke, and I'm like, you, you really made me fucking work for it. <laughs> wow. Like, like you Damn. could have been like, Coors Light's on sale tonight, sir. And I would be like, sure, fuck, fucking hook me up, man. Um, and instead, wow. you wouldn't even tell me what the fuck you had. Um, it was hilarious. Then I ended up ordering wings, dude, and she's like, well, we normally serve it in ten wings, but we only got nine wings and we're taking them off the menu. Would you like the last nine wings? And I'm like... Holy shit. I guess so. Like, I, I don't even know what the fuck to do here. But get... Yes. Whoa. Do it. Fuck it. Like... Yeah, it was fucking weird, man. It was fucking weird. Um, anyway, that's my little rant about domestics. Uh, because that... Holy oh, man. Fucking balls. killed me. Fucking killed me. Um, and I, don't, I don't really know what to say about it. Like, I just couldn't believe that fucking happened. Anyway, folks, Damn. my camera is apparently overheating. Jason, it's Ooh. awesome. It's been a pleasure. Any party words before we wrap up the cream? It rises to the top. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we'll catch you all next week. <laughs>